you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What's up, everybody? Check it out. It is our table of greatness. Cooper Cup standing tall over the rest because that's sort of how he lives in fantasy football, just kind of towering over everybody else. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Fantasy Q&A show. I'm Marcus Grant. That is Michael F. Florio. And hey, it's week four is upon us. This is the week, and maybe we'll get to this in some of our questions. It feels like it feels like we just need a week off because everybody <laughs> seems like everybody is hurt or doubtful or questionable. Let's just let's just pause this for a week, shall we? Yeah, uh, like having to update the rankings hasn't been fun this week because every player, like even the ones that we're getting excited about, are just being taken away from us slowly every day. We like lose one good player. It feels like so. I'm sure we will have plenty of those questions. Of course, you can always send us your fantasy questions on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. We, of course, we try to answer as many as we can here but we can also answer them during the week as well so let me let's dive into this you guys have q's we have a's lfg but first let's start with the thursday night football game week four kicks off and the cincinnati Bengals hand the miami dolphins their first loss of the season 27 15 
Let's go through some of the fantasy highlights, if you will. Raheem Mostert, uh, 10.1 fantasy points. Tyreek Hill gave you almost 26, and that was without scoring a touchdown. Joe Burrow, a little over 20 fantasy points. Joe Mixon got you 17, his first touchdown of the year. And Ty, uh, T. Higgins, a big day, 25.4 fantasy points. Of course, you see at the top, uh, Tua Tungavailoa leaving the game in the second quarter after taking a scary hit. Uh, head and neck issues uh, were the report. Uh, the good news is that he did have feeling in all of his extremities after he left the game and was taken to a hospital. So first and foremost, just uh, the best wishes for Tua, hopefully for a speedy recovery. Uh, I know right now football is definitely very secondary for him, but we just hope that uh, he's able to make a recovery and, and get back to uh, actually just life. Uh, before we even worry about any football things. But let's talk about some of the guys we saw on that board in terms of performances. What was the thing that stood out to you from last night? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, uh, I, I I was one of the people who was saying coming into this year, like, I don't know if there's enough volume for Hill and Waddle. Uh, and, and I had Hill ranked like as my wide receiver, like 9 or 10. Yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, this guy is still <laughs> a top 5 wide receiver like he has been uh, his entire NFL career. 477 yards through four games. That's a weekly average of just under 120 per game. And he's on pace to be the first receiver ever to get 2,000 yards in a single season. And he's doing this without Patrick Mahomes. Like, I, I know Mahomes is great, but maybe we uh, we overest we underestimated the greatness that is Tyreek Hill, I, I think. I think maybe we did, especially when you see the Chiefs passing game sort of struggling right now. Maybe Tyreek Hill meant more to that passing game than, than we absolutely realized. And... Look, it's always sort of awkward to do this transition, but it looks like we're not going to see Tua for the foreseeable future. Teddy Bridgewater uh, stepped in last night and very nearly brought the Dolphins back in that football game. Do we feel the same about Tyreek Hill with Teddy Bridgewater? And do we feel the same about Jalen Waddle with Teddy Bridgewater? Can he support both guys? See, I think... I think Tua could support both of them, especially with the funneled attack they were having, like both guys getting over 30% of the targets coming into last night. Um, I'm not sure if – I think Tyreek can be great with, with Teddy. I think Waddle could be great with Teddy. I don't know if both of them, if there's enough for two wide receivers to be that effective with, with Teddy Bridgewater. I think that's what we've seen over his career, that I don't know that he can support two guys. You'll have one week of Tyreek. You may have one week of Waddle. It will be rare the weeks that you have both. Uh, a guy that also stood out to me was T. Higgins for the Cincinnati Bengals. And it was a game where, for the most part, J Jamar Chase was very quiet. He ended yeah. up getting some sort of late, but it was the T. Higgins show pretty much all day long. You see that fifth career game with more than 100 receiving yards and one or more touchdowns. And this is a couple weeks in a row now that T. Higgins sort of has been the receiver of choice for Joe Burrow. I'd love to go back and sort of watch this uh, from a, a wider angle and see what the Dolphins were doing to sort of take Jamar Chase out of it. Like I said, he ended up getting some later in the game, ended up with over 80 yards, but was very quiet for most of the day. So I'm wondering if you know, maybe we're seeing more attention paid to Jamar Chase. Look, I know we love T. Higgins. That wasn't, you know, that was never in question, but maybe we should have had Chase and Higgins a little bit closer in our rankings. I'm starting to wonder about that now. Yeah, it looks like it. Like, Jamar Chase's uh, metrics are close to what they were last year, but T. Higgins is just... Chase is gonna is like that long ball guy who is gonna have monster weeks, but T. Higgins is just like that consistent every single week. I think, and I, I know a, a buddy of yours, Dwayne McFarland, posted this on Twitter this morning. Since they've both been in the NFL, the routes that they've been on the field at the same time, T. Higgins actually has been the more productive receiver of the two. I did see someone tweeting, you know, "Hey, look, they're finally getting their best receiver involved." Talking <laughs> about T. Higgins, 
I think it was tongue-in-cheek, but it's sort of hard to tell uh, after the last couple of weeks. So uh, two very good offenses, though, and very much looking to see what happens for them going forward the rest of the season. All right. Let's get to some of your questions right now. Of course, you can always send them to us at NFL Fantasy on Twitter. This one coming from Joe asking Juju or Romeo Dobbs. And this would have been a wild question to ask at the beginning of the season. <laughs> but this is a legitimate discussion right now. Yeah, Juju's going down right now. Dobbs is going up. But I I'm going to still go with Juju partly because of the matchup against the Patriots for the Packers scares me. Bill Belichick throughout and the few times they've met with him and Aaron Rodgers uh, has held him in check. Juju did is coming off of his best game, I would say, as a chief, uh, what he did in week three. It hasn't been what I wanted it to be. I'm still a little bit hopeful that it gets better, but I've kind of changed my opinion of him to make Juju just a wide receiver three kind of moving forward. That's the thing. I think I was hoping that he'd be a wide receiver two, but I don't know that that's going to be the case. I still think I'm going with Juju here just because I think I believe in the Chiefs offense a little bit more than I believe in the Packers. But when you look at it, there's a lot of similarities in that you have you know, top-tier quarterbacks that are sort of breaking in new receiver groups and yeah. still trying to figure out where to go with the football consistently. So I like Juju a little bit more, but it, it is a, a coin flip. Uh, this one from Danny, and this is, again, another wild question. I never – first off, when the season started, I didn't know who Greg Dorch was. I'm, going to just, I'm not going to lie to <laughs> You're you. You're not alone. Right. Should I start Greg Dorch or Lavishka Chenault? I, I'm still going Dorch. I don't know about you. The, the you from a couple, like the last two years. Would have gone Chenault, without a <laughs> doubt. Absolutely. But no, I'm going Dorch now. I'm, I'm going Dorch there as well. I know Chenault had the long touchdown last week, but that feels kind of fluky. It definitely feels kind of <laughs> fluky. Dorch seems a little more consistent. He's actually getting a decent target share uh, regularly. So I, I think that, that Dorch is probably the guy. Plus... Look, I don't know if you guys saw that video of DJ Moore sort of trying to explain his first three weeks of the season. Didn't give me the warm and fuzzies about Baker in that passing game there in Carolina. So even though the matchup is great for the Panthers wide receivers, I just don't trust the quarterback. I trust Kyler Murray a whole hell of a lot more than I trust Baker Mayfield. So that's it's Dorch for me this week. Baker has a knack for making his wide receiver ones just dislike him. Just, it's a trend, right? This is not just a fluke. This seems to be a trend at this point. Uh, this one from Joe. Do I start, start Trevor Lawrence? Or Russell Wilson at quarterback this week? What say you? I'm going to go with Russell Wilson here. I, I think this is much closer than we ever would have anticipated a couple weeks ago. Uh, but Lawrence gets the Eagles defense, which I think has a chance to be the best defense in football this year. Whereas uh, Russ gets the, uh, the Raiders, who have allowed a lot of production to quarterbacks this season. And I'm still holding out hope that Russ could improve as he gets more comfortable in this system. This just feels like a breakout week for Russ and that Broncos passing game. In fact, I, I just sort of like the Broncos offense as a whole in this one. So I, I'm going to go with Russ as well. I did in one of my leagues actually find the Eagles defense uh, on the waiver wire, which I was rolling. I think I was rolling with the saints and that sort of worried me against the Vikings. So I went and picked up the, the Eagles and plugged them in there. But uh, Russell Wilson seems to be the consensus uh, in this one. So good luck, Joe. And let's talk about some players that deserve a little bit more hype for this weekend. Who you got, Florio? This is going a little bit deeper, but I think George Pickens is in play this week as a sleeper. Uh, Pickens has been involved a lot in the Steelers' offense early on. He's been playing over two, uh, three 
three quarters of the percent of snaps early on this season. He saw seven targets last week. What I like is that his usage has increased as the season has gone on. And I'm thinking with like this mini buy that they're coming off of having played last week on Thursday, hopefully Pickens is uh, more familiarized with this offense and just more comfortable there. And it's a good matchup against the Jets. Uh, I'm thinking the rookie could have his breakout game this week. From your lips to the fantasy God's ears. Cause one of, <laughs> one of my teams that is in a bad way early on in the season, I am starting him and I'm really having my fingers crossed and hoping <laughs> for the best. Uh, uh, my sleeper this week is Geno Smith, and I feel like we've talked about him a lot on all of our shows, whether it's this or the, the Fantasy Football Show or Fantasy Live, because the matchup is really good, first of all, against the Lions. The Lions are scoring a ton of points, but they're also giving up a lot of yards and a lot of points defensively. I also like the fact that the Seahawks were a lot more up-tempo last week. It's a thing that Pete Carroll promised, but you know sometimes Pete Carroll promises things that never really materialize. This seems to be a thing. So... It decided to hashtag let Gino cook, and it looks like you know he's actually you know chefing some things up, not just you know pulling out a frozen dinner and letting it happen. So uh, Gino Smith definitely a startable asset this week. Um, I don't know, so if for you, I, I mean, I know you sort of like Gino as a sleeper this week as well. If you got like a fringe guy, right? Let's say you let's say you have Aaron Rodgers. Would you consider starting Gino over Aaron Rodgers? I have Aaron Rodgers ranked higher, but I don't think it's crazy to make that swap. Like, I would throw Brissett and Mariota as two. Like, I think this is a good week for streaming quarterbacks. It really is a good week. There are a lot of good quarterbacks with bad matchups. There are a lot of quarterbacks we thought would be good who have been struggling so far this season. All right, let's get back to some more of your questions. We will start with uh, Sia, or Sia, I hope I am, uh, I'm sure I've probably butchered that, and I apologize. Uh, can't decide, Damian Pierce or Rashad Bateman in my flex. Every time I start one, the other goes off on my bench. Okay, let's see if we can help this week. That is my fear again this week, because both <laughs> of these players, I think, are in really good spots. That being said, I will go with the one that's usage. I think it's just a little safer with Damian Pierce. 60% uh, of the snaps last week, 20 carries, two targets, and then it's just a good matchup against a banged up Chargers defense that is going to be without Nick Bosa and they were already struggling mightily against the run and that's after they were struggling mightily against the run all last season so I think this is just a defense that you can run the ball on but that being said I would be very scared benching Rashad Bateman I as well. I, I sort of I'm, I'm going the other way starting Bateman just because I think that game's going to be a lot higher scoring Makes sense. Between the, the Bills and the Ravens, I expect that you're going to see both Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson throwing the football a lot, and Bateman still gets a lot of targets, so that's sort of the way I would go. I would appreciate, though, Sia, if you would let us know which person you start so that the rest of us can do the opposite. I was going to say, if the other one that you sit always goes off, why not get both of them Just in Just put, put them both in the lineup. <laughs> Although, you know what? You know fantasy football well enough because uh, that means that, that neither one of them will go off. Yeah, <laughs> and, and her, uh, that team must just be loaded. Probably. Like, if, you, if that's the decision you have to make, your team is probably pretty good. Uh, this one from goodtweets.com. It's a pretty good name. I got Jamal Williams. Should I start him over Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb this week? Feels crazy to ask that. It, it does feel crazy. It's not crazy. It's not crazy, but no, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> 
I, I agree with you. I have all three in my top 11 ranked running backs, mm-hmm. uh, but Jamal Williams happens to be 11, and the other guys are both in the top five. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a crazy question to ask. Jamal Williams is playing well. I look for a huge workload this week against Seattle because DeAndre Swift, uh, I don't know if he's officially out, but he looks very unlikely for him to play. So I'm, I think a big week's coming, but I would not start him over Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb. So uh, appreciate you asking, though. I don't think that was completely ridiculous. Uh, Tyler Soto wants to know, Derek Carr is available in my league. Should I pick him up and drop Aaron Rodgers? This is another question that would have been bonkers to ask <laughs> in, like, July, but now makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, now I'm saying do it. Like, yeah. a- Aaron Rodgers hasn't been a top-12 quarterback in any week this season. He hasn't reached 17 fantasy points in a game yet, and all Derek Carr's doing is going out there and dropping 18-plus fantasy points a game. So I think right now we have to, you know, kind of put the names aside and look at the fact that the, Vi- the Raiders are throwing the ball the top three most in the NFL, and the Packers are throwing the ball well below league average. You go with the quarterback in more volume. Absolutely. And I think at some point, I know the last two weeks have not been big weeks for Devontae Adams, but at some point he's going to start getting more involved in that as well. We've seen Mac Holland step up. Darren Waller's been involved. Hunter Renfro will come back eventually. I just never would have thought this, but the Raiders have a much deeper group of pass catchers right now than the Packers do. So I don't think it's wild at all. I think you should go get Derek Carr and I feel weird saying this. You should drop Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that I've ever. I don't know that I've ever said that in my fantasy football analysis career. You should drop Aaron Rodgers. Probably only if he ever got had like a season-ending injury. That's probably about it. Yeah, then you're like, hey, he's out for the year. You should probably drop Aaron Rodgers, but uh, not when he's actually healthy and playing well. All right. We got plenty more to talk about. Still one more segment left in this show. We will preview the Monday night football game between the Rams and the 49ers, plus some more of your rapid-fire questions. Stay tuned for that on the Fantasy Q&A show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Let's look ahead to Monday Night Football. It is the Los Angeles Rams heading up to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. I should call them the Santa Clara 49ers. I don't know. Um, they have not played in San Francisco in a number of years. But anyway, two teams that really don't like each other, but two teams that offensively have not been super spectacular the first three weeks of the season. Uh, who is a Rams player that you have your eye on? Cam Akers. I, I want to see if he can build off of last week because in the first half of the game last week, uh, Akers only played 20% of the snaps, but he dominated them in the second half, ended up having well more touches than Daryl Henderson did, scored a touchdown, was used near the goal line. So I, I like seeing what he did last week. It's not enough for me to trust him as anything more than a flex option as of right now, but if he goes out, gets a lot of work, and has a, even, like, has a good game against the 49ers, then I think you could start to trust him more moving forward. Does it worry you at all that Sean McVay says Malcolm Brown may be suiting up for the Rams? A little bit, because I, in the past, Sean McVay was always a one RB guy. Now he's like, whoever wants touches out of the backfield, come on down. I mean, just really, they may just have a drawing like, before the game. And say, hey, you want to get some snaps in the backfield? Come on down and play. I, I'm looking at the Rams' defense, and you know they are still very good. They still, I know they've given up some yards, some points. They've given up actually some big games to wide receivers early this season, but I still sort of believe in this group, especially the guys up front. I know that you know, Aaron Donald and the Niners don't really get along, but what we saw out of Jimmy Garoppolo last week against the Broncos does not give me supreme confidence. I think they get after him, and I've been saying this for years. The next pass rusher that Jimmy Garoppolo evades will be the first. So if they can get some pressure on him, I think they can get some sacks. He still has a propensity to throw the ball to the wrong color jersey. I mean, everybody talks about the safety, but you know what? Jimmy was playing 3D chess because that safety avoided a pick six. So take that, haters. He <laughs> saved the Niners like five points there. Ha. 
Uh, but anyway, I do think the Rams are a, a good defensive option if you have them. I would imagine they're probably av- uh, they're probably not available on most waiver wires. So if you got them, uh, think about starting them. On the other side, a 49ers guy that you have interest in. George Kittle, because I'm really worried about George Kittle yeah. right now. I only have him on one of my teams, and unfortunately it's our Fantasy Live team. Uh, just because he was falling, I was like, oh, he seems like a good value. But last week... Five targets, four catches, 28 yards. I know it was his first game of the season, but seeing him at five targets while Debo and Ayuk have eight targets apiece worries me. And then you talk about how Jimmy G can't evade any pass rush. Well, that scares me because then they're probably going to use Kittle more as a blocker. And if you remember the end of last season, Kittle kind of faded when Debo ascended. So I have actual concerns if George Kittle is still an elite tight end. I was worried about him coming into the season. I drafted him in probably more spots than I'm comfortable with. Uh, I remember that because I had to, you know, find replacements the first couple <laughs> weeks of the season when he was hurt. But I do have some concerns about George Kittle. I think his ceiling is higher than most tight ends, yeah. but the floor is a little bit unstable for me. Uh, I'm looking at Brandon Ayuk because I actually do have some positive thoughts about Ayuk. One thing that's been interesting, and admittedly, it is a small sample size with you know, Garoppolo playing one full game and basically three quarters of another game. He seems to be looking for Ayuk more than he had in the past. And again, the the Rams have given up some big games to wide receivers. I would think a lot of their attention defensively is going to be focused on Debo Samuel, trying to keep him in check. So maybe that means some more opportunities for Ayuk. And I was sort of mildly on his hype train before the season started. There was a lot of positive thoughts coming out about him out of training camp. So maybe this is the week we really see him start to step up and put it together because certainly the Niners need a win this week to avoid going to one and three. Uh, they're going to need some help offensively. So maybe maybe this is an Ayuk week. We'll see. Yeah. He, he's been more involved than I anticipated, and, and he's playing really well and earning the, that volume, I would he say. He absolutely is. Uh, I mean, after we all swung and missed on him last year, <laughs> like maybe this is the year he, he actually steps up. Okay, let's get to some more of your rapid-fire questions. Of course, we're always taking those on Twitter, at NFL Fantasy. This one is from Javi. He's asking Mike Williams or Drake London in the flex. Oh, I, this is an answer that from Matt. Sorry, but would no. <laughs> have sounded crazy a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going with Drake London there. Like Mike Williams has a banged up quarterback. Uh, he might probably won't have Keenan Allen there to help take some defensive pressure away. Mike Williams always is capable of having that big blow up game, but Drake London right now is getting volume at an insane rate. I would just keep riding him out there. That's the thing. And one, first, I appreciate you being formal and calling him Michael Williams. Uh, I'm not even <laughs> sure his mom calls him that, but uh, I do like Drake London more. I think the target share is a little bit better. And uh, without Keenan Allen, that Charger passing game really is struggling right now. Uh, this one from Michael X, who asked, start Alexander Madison or Khalil Herbert Uh, I feel like this is just basically a case of does Dalvin Cook play or not yeah if if one of the starters plays you go with the other one that obviously is getting the boost if both starters miss though I kind of lean Khalil Herbert I think so just because they how much the Bears have been running the ball and Madison gets a tough matchup against the Saints yeah I think I like Khalil Herbert here's the thing if both starters play if Cook and uh, Montgomery play I think it's Khalil Herbert agreed um you know so maybe it's just maybe the answer is just Khalil Herbert. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get him off the like if you have David Montgomery, I think you really have to be worried. Right? I am worried. I have David Montgomery Same. and I am worried. Listen, <laughs> uh, next one from Joe Melvin Gordon or A.J. Dillon. I would go with A.J. Dillon this week. But man, I, I think these two players are pretty comparable. They're mm. both uh, sharing a backfield with another very talented back. I just think Dillon's work is a little safer. But Melvin Gordon's in play as a sleeper this week. Melvin Gordon very much in play. 
I might lean Gordon, but it's it's a coin flip for me. I, I think I might lean Gordon just because I think the Broncos might score more than the Packers this week. So that's that's probably my only uh, my only analysis on that one. All right, time to take a look at what is going on around the World Wide Web. This was a tweet from Alistair Hunter directed at Florio here. NFL fantasy is so intense these days that guys like Michael F. Florio could tweet, just got mugged walking through the park, and the first reply would be, should I do this trade? I'm the team with Herbert. <laughs> I, can, I can vouch for that being very, very true. Um, I mean, how, how did you respond when you saw that? I, I quote tweeted it with the gif of Dwight Schrute just whispering like, it, it, it's true. It is. Because it 100% is true. Like, you, you see him wearing a Mets shirt right now, and I'm just going <laughs> to warn people, like, there's going to be a lot of Mets content from, from me this weekend. And all even when I post about, like, the Mets, I get, like, stick to football, or I get, like, should I start this guy? And I'm like, I'm not thinking about fantasy football right, right. now. Right. I think for me, the pinnacle was once being on vacation in Barcelona and like tweeting vacation photos of like the skyline, like this beautiful view from the top of the hill of Barcelona. And somebody was just like, hey, so uh, should, who should I draft as my RB2? And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> that's a you question that's right now. That's a you question right now. <laughs> I'll I, think about it when I'm back in the office. I'm like not even in the, I'm not even on the continent right now. <laughs> and you're asking me about your RB2. I don't care so just just keep that in mind right when people are tweeting certain things like understand context uh you know we're, we're happy to answer questions just you know pick your spots that's all that's all, about that's all i'm saying all right i think that's a good spot for us to uh, shut it down for the rest of this show we appreciate you checking out the fantasy q a show you can check us out sundays as well for fantasy game daily floyd and i back again with you that kicks off at noon eastern you can find it in the nfl fantasy app and streaming on the nfl channel don't forget to send us your questions all season long at NFL Fantasy. We appreciate you watching. Hey, one last reminder. Set your lineups on Saturday. Kickoff is early on Sunday. You don't want to be caught sleeping. Enjoy week four, and we'll see you next time. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's beyond zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our beyond zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero.